0: Okay, good morning, Dav, test Tess other adiv. Right, we're holding at Rabbi Avohu. It's uh two, four, five lines down in the wide the wide lines. Line begins with Ashur with So Rabbi Now we're talking about pre- preparations for Shabbos, the the uh, getting involved in the preparations in itself is considered a, a good thing to do. So he used to sit on a... The word takhtako means a folding chair. So on a folding chair, the shino made of... I think it's ivory, right? I mean, there's another in rashi, but for the time being, we'll just go with that. So a, a folding chair made of ivory, and was very expensive. Umayshif nura, and he would blow fire. In other words, prepare prepare the candles and whatever it was for Shabbos. Rav Anan lobish gundo. Rabbi used to don a uh, gunda, put on a gunda, which is a special black um, apron of some sort um, when, he, when he used to prepare. In other words, to get himself dirty, he would have to put it on to show this is part of Kobi Shabbos. The Tanah, the B'Rabbi because it was taught, in the B'Ai Samedish uh, of Rabbi they taught, the begodim, the clothes which one used to cook the pot for his rabba. Uh, don't use the same clothes when you're coming to actually serve the the uh, the master his his cup. So we'll see Rashi in a second. But the the, the posh of in that would seem to be don't use your shabbos clothes when you're actually doing the cooking because you may have thought most definitely one should. Right, most definitely one should because that's all of that is cover chabas, isn't it? To get your hands soiled, to get your clothes soiled, that's covered shabbos. As they say, I think it was with the Chovitz Chaim. He's once walking, and as he walked under a bridge or whatever, so he got, a, he got a, uh, his hat. or it wasn't much of a hat, but uh, whatever it was, it got, it got a mark on it on Shabbos. So most people start cleaning on Shabbos, and I'll is it's problematic. So he pointed it out. He said, no, that, that's my Shabbos mark. Right? The fact that it's there because I can't remove it, that in itself is Machavit Shabbos. Otherwise, I want that we'd remove it. There's no other reason. It's not because I'm a shloch. So to here... People look at my clothes, they, they, they've, they've got a bit of ketchup there, a bit of this there. That's, that's my common Shabbos marks. That's what you may have thought. He says, no. That, that's the way the Yoda, to be honest, I would have learned it like that as well. That's, presumably, is what, 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 simple way of learning it. He says, the Rebbe of Rashi, Rashi's Rebbe, used to use his beard to clean the Oranak kodesh. Right? He used to use his beard, he had a long beard, obviously, and he used to use it to sweep out the Oranak Odesh. kodesh. That's part of Kavichapas. Don't sit back and say, no, I don't want to get my hands soiled. See, that's what you may have thought. on no. You see from the way they, they used to do the albedo, it's learned from Trima Sardeshen. Actually, Tzohar Sardeshen. They used to have different clothes than the clothes they were actually using in the albedo. So it shows that the are, yes, have separate clothes. That's... That's how... I would learn the Gomara. That's the way the Ben Yod learns the Gemara. But if you look at Rashi, Rashi learns it slightly differently. Rashi learns At-Hakhtako de-Shino. Give your finger there. No, here Put this finger there, see what needs to taste there. Good. At-Hakhtako de-Shino. So, Pastadul, which is the French word for a folding chair. So now you know. So says, Pastadul shall made of ivory. Ivory are comes from the the uh, hordes, whatever it is, of of, um, of elephants, right? It's expensive stuff. Shechosh of Hayox, he was an Ogum, Chosh of Oshin, he was rich. Umoshif Nura, Nofeach Mishom Nura, and he would blow from there the fire of the Chavod Shabbos, the kovet Shabbos. Ve Rabbeinu Levi goras Rabbeinu Levi, he was going to the shago, which is Tito, I think is a fir tree, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a fir tree. Um, Lovish Gundo, so he's uh, put on this clishacher, black clothes, to let people know. Rashi learns differently. The Peshach says, I want everyone to know. They see me wearing black clothes, it stands out. I want everyone to know that today is not a day. There's actually some of the gears Kadai with an Aleph. Right? Aleph Yud. It's not Kadai, it's not fitting. To behave with Khashivas. May this with the Tafshiri Shabbos to withhold from getting busy with the Tafshirim of Shabbos, but a Itanif Begodov that his clothes shouldn't get dirty, bibishol kaderis, when, 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 when cooking the pots. It sounds like from Rashi that we're bringing the Tanah Rabbi to show that cooking pots soil the clothes. And the Ben Yerod asked me, you don't need the Tanadabi Rabbi for that. I think we know when cooking, if you. You know, things splash, that's why people wear aprons and things like that. Why do you need the Tanah Debe Rabbi for it? Yeah? Yeah, but, that's, the but look way. at what he says. The Tanah Debe well, This is what does he teach? That cooking the pot is Mitane Pagodin. He doesn't say the Tanah Debe Rabbi that you should wear different clothes when cooking. doesn't say that. He says the talent of the that the cooking soils the clothes. That's the reason why you uh, don't wear your uh, better clothes for doing the Bishma. That's not what he says. I think, well he's giving the reason for the tanda, not. Again, again, again. But you gotta read what Rashi says, not what we want Rashi to say. Yeah. Rashi says, the Tana de that it soils the clothes. Now if I was writing for Rashi, probably good job I wasn't, but right. If I was, I would have written the Tana de what does the Tana Bira Vishwal teach us? That you should wear different clothes. That's, that's the main point. That's the main point, isn't it? So you ask what's going on? I think the answer to that is in the previous Rashi. If you read that, that rasha on then it's taka, it's a What What's he want? Of course we know that, that, that cooking. The point is, what he's trying to say is, the reason why he put on the gunda, the two rashis go together, is not because I want to protect my clothes. He puts on the gunda to stand out, and he wants everyone to know, look, I'm, this April, everyone can tell, obviously I'm doing some dirty work. Yeah? I even wonder. Just hit me now. Maybe this kli is not. that It's coloured black. It means it's black from dirt. It's a workman's clothes. The being. No, so what what, what? what I'm trying to drive it is again. I don't know. It, it's a difficult. It's a difficult Rashi. Target. It's a difficult Rashi. What I'm wondering is whether Rashi is trying to say the following. It's not just. You see, like this. Look. If a person wanted to do the, you know, taking out the deshen or whatever it is, you could probably do it in your Shabbos clothes. You could do it very, very carefully. You can sort of stand there and, you know, with gloves and sort of just gradually, yeah? But the Badafka, the Badafka, that is part, in other words, it's in some ways the opposite of the Ben In Some ways it's opposite of the Ben Yehoyodha. You know what you should do? Get the right clothes on and Badafka, jump in. I don't mean literally, right? But get in there and get your clothes dirty. Get your hands soiled. Don't stand back with a, you know, with a peg on your nose and sort of, you know, very carefully. Get in there. He put on clothes which are dirty. And he, he it was so to speak, this is not a day to stand back and say, oh, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I don't want to get my clothes dirty. Get your clothes dirty. And that's what we're bringing the time of the day, Rabbi Shmuel. You don't have to change your clothes. You could probably do it very carefully. Just do it very carefully and you can probably do it. No, because they wanted a bedafka. they got, they got, they want, if it's something which is dirty, get yourself dirty. Yeah? If it's something which naturally is going to make you dirty, the point is not to stand back and do it very carefully because then it shows as if I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to get myself dirty with this work. If it's something which is naturally, it doesn't mean bedafka. therefore, you know, if it's something which does, doesn't make you dirty, you should jump in and get yourself dirty. Something which naturally is expected to get yourself dirty, let yourself get dirty. So put on different clothes if that's what it takes. That's part of the carpet. So the, the inference being is that you shouldn't withhold and not do an action because of it's either lowly or it's going to get you dirty, but you should jump in and do it. Yeah. But would you not just have found that from what the Gemara says, the God didn't share him? So, yeah, but it's not the same clothes. I mean, it's Bogdan Shabish, He shouldn't use those for, for serving. But it just ah, but, but what it said... No, 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 no hang on a second, but, but it, it wasn't saying, oh, well, by the way, when you're helping with the cooking, um, it's... You are... You, it, it, wear different clothes when you're serving, yes. Which means that why wouldn't you wear the previous ones? Because you've got... You've been... You've got in... Correct, like, get in correct. correct, correct, correct. So, you say so again, but again, with, with, without Rashi, the simple way of learning the Gemara surely would have been, it's saying that he put on different clothes for the preparation. He didn't put on his Shabbos clothes. And that's what we bring Rabbi Ishmael for, to show that you should have different clothes for the preparation and the actual serving of the Shabbos and others when it comes to Shabbos. That's pr- probably the posture. Rashi may have done, well, that's the one in Peshutam, I have Shabbos, you should put on your Shabbos clothes, most definitely not. Rather, what it's saying is, he used to put on, not over his Shabbos clothes. He wasn't wearing Shabbos clothes. He used to put on something over his weekday clothes in order that he B'davka, could get his clothes dirty and jump in. What do we bring Taner Rabi to show? Is to show, put on an overall and jump in and get yourself dirty. Hence, they had to change clothes. But in other words, Rashi learns that the... the there's no many he's gonna be wearing Shabbos clothes on day of Shabbos. It's not yet Shabbos. I mean we're we're still Friday morning. Yashkin, we will be doing this Friday morning, first thing in the morning. It's not yet time for Shabbos. So the thing the apron he's wearing, whatever, it is is gonna be over his over his weekday clothes. So that's not a problem. I mean I'm gonna be changing clothes for Shabbos anyway. What do you want from the time of the Birabi Shwel? Perhaps that's why what was bothering Rashi, but it seems what Rashi is trying to say is that the idea of this Gemara is to show you. Jump in, get yourself dirty. That's part of the covet of Shabbos. Quite the opposite of, of, the, of the Ben Yayodos Peshat. I think. But look, you can, you can have a think about it. it, it otherwise, it's a very difficult question. What do you want from the time of the Of course, we know the, that, that cooking gets you dirty. No, according to what we're saying, the Peshat is it brings the time of the to show that Badafka, because again, there as well, they probably could have done it very, very carefully with it. You could do it. You just have to be very, very careful. No, Badafka didn't. No, you need to be careful. Do it normally. Because doing it carefully makes it look like I don't want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, as I said, but it doesn't mean you have to get soot and everything all over you. But do it in a normal fashion. So put on the necessary protection and jump in. Get involved. Yeah? Fine. Then the Gemara goes on. Ravsafra. Yeah, we have got that? The line begins with Bahen Khos Lurabat. So what did he used to do on on Arab Shabbos? Is that it? Yeah. So Rav Safra Machrich is quite famous. Rav Safra Machrich Resha. He used to literally singe the head. In other oh, words, the head of the fish. He used to prepare it. Yeah, the head, the head of an animal. So he used to prepare it. Yeah, he did. In other words, he did this himself. Yeah. The Benishchai adds, Dafka the head. It's symbolic because the head Shabbos is the head of the week, isn't it? And in fact, if you take the word Shabbos. Shin, base soft. What, what letters before Shin? Mm-hmm. And what letters before base? Mm-hmm. Aleph. And what letters before Tof? Mm-hmm. Shin. So what does that spell? Rosh. there you go. So you see, Rosh and Shabbos go together. From Shabbos you draw out the Rush. right? That's what makes us special, that makes us at the head. So, Dafka, Makrach, Rosh. That's a good thing to get involved in. Next thing, who's the next one? Rova Molach Shibuto. Rova used to salt the... Shibuto a fish. Yeah, he used to salt the fish. Um, Ravhunna Madlik Shirage. Ravhunna, he used to light the candles. As the man Yoda says, that doesn't mean the Shabbos candles, what we call Shabbos candles, because that's for the women. It means the other candles, get their lights ready in the house. This is a man's job to set the time clock and whatever it is to make sure that... Right? Because part of having lights for Shabbos is not just where you have your Shabbos candles. It's wherever people are going to be going on Shabbos. Making sure for shot and bias, people don't trip up. That seems all part of Chavez. Do it yourself. Next, Rav Popo Godil Pasilto. Rav he used to twine the the uh, the wicks. He used to make the wicks himself. Right, that seems to be getting the maybe where it comes from. The, the man's men are to get the shavas candles ready. Rav Chista Porim Silko. Rav he used to chop up, find these to chop up, finally the beets, the beetroot. They used to cut up the wood. Firewood and things like that, which were needed for Shabbos. He would... Mitzatis, Tzituseh is the, the little bits of wood they used to set the fire. They're used as, like, uh, I don't know what you call them, but basically the fire should take. It's just little splints, splinters, uh, splints and things like that. They used to set those alight. And Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, M'chasef v'ayel, M'chasef he used to put on his shoulder and bring the stuff in, in other words, do the heavy work himself, and then put on his shoulder and take out. But when the many others suggest it, it could be they used to have, they used to do a, a, like a change for Shabbos of the, the various cushions. They used to sit on cushions. You can see in these Persians, Persians. So, they used to bring in the, bring in the Shabbos cushions and take out the weekday cushions. Yeah? So, um... Could be, I, 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 I don't know if it is relevant, but, uh, I think it's, I, th- I think it's the, uh, the, 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 the market So, so there's a beautiful motion. He says about a person, person went, he goes into a shop, to a tailor's shop. And he says, he wants a suit. He says, Oh, that suit's perfect. Beautiful. But I need it. has got to fit fit me. So the table the, the, the tailor there, he's an a- a- expert, sizes them up. He says, yep, yeah, this one will fit you. Brings it out. So the person puts it on, he's trying, trying, and it's, it's came up bursting. He can't get it on properly. He says what is this this doesn't fit me so the shopkeeper says of course it fits you he says but you first got to take off your take off your old clothes and then put it on right if you try and put it on on top of your on top of your existing clothes, of course it's not going to fit you right so dubna market says so too i can't remember what he's talking about though with the, it's, it's to do with the the uh i think roshan shawadran brings it it's it something to do with in other words if you want to. Bring on the mitzvahs and, and you want to get... I think it's to do with I think it's on that. You've got to get rid of your and then you can take on the love Hashem. If you bring it and put it on top, of course it's not going to have a... Person says, yeah, I learn all day. It doesn't seem to affect me. Doesn't, yeah, because you still, you're still, your mind's still filled with all with all the rubbish that we fill our minds with. Get rid of that and then it'll have its effect. So therefore, he used to bring in the stuff for Shabbos but he realised that's not... To put it on top, So take the cushion and put it on top of the week. that's not... So so to then take out, get rid of, get rid of the, the weekday stuff, and then ah, oh, then it'll you know always always, I say always. But I used to used to say the following. Shabbos, I think I've I probably I don't know if I've said this here before, but Shabbos is something which is life changing. It's it's y'all do. I always say always in America more than here. They're much more emotional. But all these Kirib seminars or whatever, etc., etc. That, that's not what changed people. You ask anyone who works in Kiruv. Yeah, you get odd person who's after years maybe of of, of the philosophy, of Gemara, No, but the the thing which really changes people, they say, is the Shabbos. You give them a, an uplifting Shabbos, and they're absolutely blown away by it. What? So I'm not, it's it's not fair now, but the basic idea is because Shabbos is a day of reality. Shabbos, they're seeing Hashem up front, right? They're not relying on the on the, the guy giving giving the uh, the lecture who probably doesn't even really live up to the standards he's talking about. It's not real. But Shabbos, it's part of a the bigger theme, but Shabbos is real. What's no to us is, so then in which case, why is that? I mean, I can only talk for myself. I'm sure maybe you're on a higher note than I am, but why is it that we don't feel that every Shabbos, you know, wow, by the end of Shabbos, I feel like a different person. Why? Well, what's, what's, the answer? Is very simple. Shabbos has got so much to offer, but a person has to prepare for that. That means empty your pockets before Shabbos so you can fill them up on Shabbos. If a person comes filled on Shabbos and he says... Sorry, no more room. You know, it's like like the, the the uh the very sad fool who comes along and he's given a he comes into the he's given by the king, he's given an opportunity. Look, you've got 24 hours to fill your sacks with whatever you want. This guy's a tramp off the street. Fill your sacks with whatever treasures you can find in this house. You've got 24 hours. So the tramp comes in with this sack and um and by the end of it, they come back in and they take it out and they say, well, it looks pretty much untouched, the, the treasure house. What happened? So he says, well, you know, didn't have much room. I said, what do you mean? Well, my sack's got all my precious stuff in there. You know, It's already got them. What's that? Well, it's got my cushion. I need something to sleep on in the street, you know, right? It's got my change of clothes. If you call them clothes, maybe rags, etc. So basically, the guy forwent all these treasures because he kept his schmatas. Yeah. We've got to get rid of the shmatas first and then your pockets will be empty. You can fill it up. So to over here. for He went to all that trouble. Mechaseh, he brought it on his shoulders, brought in all that. But he realized, you're not going to gain anything unless mechaseh and ofek Do all the work to get rid of the other rubbish, put it in the dump and then put on the Shabbos stuff. Ah! And then you'll see the difference. Maybe that's Maruba's head a little bit as well. But he explained why. Oma, he said, Ilu in li if Rabbi Yami and Rabbi Yasi were coming to my house, Mira Kamayu, would I not go to all the trouble in front of them? Ah! They could do Omri, others say, Rabbi Yami, Rabbi Yasi, Mechazvi, Va'ili. It was Rabbi Yami and Rabbi Yasi, they were the ones who went to all this trouble of bringing in, Mechazvi, Venafki, and taking out. Omri, because they said, Iru Ikla, alon. Rabbi Rabbi was coming to our house, Mira Mechazvi, and would we not go to the trouble for, for him? Ah, i we would have done that. Yeah? Which basically fits with the theme with the theme we we, we just uh, we just mentioned because believe me when you got something important coming you don't just bring in the, the the nice Shabbos finery what do you do you get rid of the you get rid of the rubbish as well yeah you make sure to get rid of the rubbish as well so Kol and Shabbos is coming and believe me you want to hide all those magazines right I don't know maybe mishpacha no? no yes no, no. <laughs> right maybe we should be a little bit you know a little bit. Uh, Shabbos is coming. Would, 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 I, would I have them Ooh. anyway? No, actually, maybe Mishpacha. not you're right. Right. So, um huh? Have to find time to read it on the weekday. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So if we if we ta- take a look at um, if we take a look at Rashi, Rashi says first one Machrich resha Yeah, it's where that cocktail stick is more or less. Actually. Yeah, so this was the first one. He used to prepare the head of the animal. If there was the head of an animal there, lachruch to literally singe mecharchul me, He would do it himself. And this brought in shulchan I think it's reish nun. Person should get involved in himself on erev shabbos, right? To so make sure you come home early enough to get to get involved in the preparations. That's part of the kovit. Porim is l'shem prumin means to cut up the beets. He would cut them up. He would set the fire onto the small bits of wood. He, means he would go out, and he would come in. To bring in, constantly to bring in these heavy loads. The kelim the which I need, needed all the cutlery and the plates. And the, the uh, well, I mean, if you take it from modern Hebrew, I suppose it probably means holiday clothes right? But it means... For the begodim which I needed for this special day, um, and the delicacies, ka'odim like a person who's being mekaveh, who's receiving his master in his house. alam, and he wants to show him how he is to him, is the master to him, in other words, v'chori he's so quick and, and, and um, has this alacrity and wants to make sure for his covid to bother himself, harvest and to increase for his sake. Fine. So now the Gemara goes on. Now we come to the famous story with Yosef Mokir Shabi. You got that in the Gemara? Yeah. Yeah, the line begins with the ochon. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. <coughs> Thank you. Fine. So Yeah. So the this one second you came for the story. <laughs> yeah. um, so Um Yosef Mokeshavi. Mer- so this is the story of Yosef Mokhe Shabbos. Yeah, Yosef Shabi Shabbos, um, he was somebody who was particularly careful to honour Shabbos. Yeah, Yosef Mokhe Shabbos, sorry, in fact, Yosef Mokhe Shabbos, put the comment there, right? He was somebody who was always careful to be mechavit Shabbos. Hava hu there was this guy in his neighbourhood, he had a lot of property. So Omri Le Kaldoi So the Stargazers said to him, in other words, said to this to this goy, Kulu Yesef All your property, Yosef Mokeshabis is gonna literally going to eat them. Notice he didn't say, the Stargazer didn't say that Yosef Mokeshabis is gonna steal them. But he got in his head the thing about him stealing them, so he's gonna try and take take necessary precautions. No, he didn't say that. He said he's gonna eat them. He's also Muramis, because I'm sure you already know the story, with the fish. It's gonna come through Achila. If you don't know the story, you'll see. Right, it's gonna come through Achila. But the person misunderstood. Ozal, so the Goy went along, this rich guy, and Zovninu l'churu Niksi. He saw, sold all his property. Mama sold the whole lot. And Zovan l'hu marganitam. With that money, he bought a, a precious gem. And he placed it in his hat. Which again, I think it's the Benish Chaisis. Daf get a hat because it's the head again. We're back to the idea of the head. Shabbos being the head of the week. Shabbos Roish. Fine. So he puts it in his hat. He's, the story goes that he actually sewed it into the hat. So he thought, right, we'll never be able to to get it from there. As the maral says, you have to understand when Akodesh Boruchu is there something. Teva and Gezer of our Boruchu are so to speak, if we can say it, seem to be are quite distant from one another. Because Teva, seemingly, from our perspective, seems just to run its course. Gezerah means it's predestined to actually controlling it by holding it, if you see what I mean. Mm. He says, when a person gets involved, that's, right, when I get involved and I do an action, that's much closer to the gezerah than Teva. Because Teva, as I said, Teva seemingly, obviously we, Anaknem Aminem, nothing is just running by itself. That's it. But, it, yeah, it seems, it seems if it's just, it's on a set on a course which just runs, sun rises, sets. Nothing seems to change, yeah? Whereas when a person gets involved, that, that can set in motion a change. So then that can be closer to a gazera. He says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants something to happen. So what do we do? We take the precaution, we are told by the stargazers, this is based on your muzzle, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to happen. So what does the guy do? Naturally, it's like you t- say to a person, don't look behind you. What does he do? He turns around, right? I mean, yeah? That's what we naturally do. The stargazers say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants all your property to go to this person. So what do you do? Automatically, instead of leaving it to Teva, which is going to make it harder to happen, we do something. And what do we do? The wrong thing. Because we're doing exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to happen. <laughs> right? So it's like, like, like the story with She'an Ma'amech. Right? You know the story with She'an One day he sees the, the Malach HaMovez looking very despondent. So he says to the Oves, why, why, why are you so upset today? So the Malachamavis says, because so-and-so, it's come, it's come time for him to, to part the world very, very soon, and I'm not quite sure, I can't get it. So Shlomo HaMalach says, oh, quickly goes over to the bus, and he gets two people to, to accompany him. Get him over, over to the city of, what's it called? Um, Luz. Not not Luz. Um, you know what I mean. Where they where, where people don't die because they, they tell the truth. I can't think of the name now. You know what I'm talking about. There's a, there's a city, I can't think, of it. it's, no, it's not, it's not, uh, it's, there's something like that. Anyway. Right, get him over there to protect him. What happens? The next day, Shemar Melech sees, meets he's smiling from ear to ear. She so says, well, why are you so excited today? He says, well, that person, the person who I wanted to, needed to die, I got him. He says, how'd you get him? He says, well, the whole problem was, the, the place where he was supposed to, die, supposed to die, was just outside that city. I was, I was thinking, how in the world am I going to get him to go there? But you didn't fool me, Shlomoh Amalech. Mm-hmm. So I got him right. In other words, the problem was that Alpiteva he, was, he wasn't going to be there. So how was I going to get him? The answer is, you tell the person. The person tries to protect him, his own. In this case, the other person's destiny. When you get involved, you do a mindset, That's going to be connected to the Gezer of Akados Baruch We'll So get him to where he wants. Because we're puppets. Ultimately, we're puppets. When it's Alpiteva. Hashem doesn't want to mess with Teva. He can. Of course he can. But HaKadosh Barakul genuinely lets it seemingly run its course. It's much harder. Things which are not naturally going to happen get the human being involved. And believe me, we're, we are the masters of messing up Teva. Right? You just look at the world around us. Right? And says the Mar-El, that's what happened here as well. He's told by the stargazers, your property is supposed to go to Yosef Marcus Shalves. Naturally, that's like worlds apart. What's he got to do with me, me, we, Goy, Jew. You know, he's a real pious guy. This well, what's the shaykhus? The answer is, tell the guy, he'll then take the necessary precautions and those precautions will be exactly, exactly what's needed to get him there. Because obviously to put it in a hat, actually naturally is not a particularly good thing to do. But anyway, because now look what happens. So, um, see, so he buys this gem and he puts it inside his hat, right? He sews it into his hat. Then what happens? As he's going across the across the river on the crossing, afrechezika, a wind blows it, and shadiebemaya, and oive, his hat blows into the water. Now, at least, as the story goes, the person said, "Oh, I can take comfort there. at least that that that, that from me called Yossi Nakishalis. Okay, I won't have it, but he won't have the he won't have the riches either." That's what they say in the stories, right? The kids' stories. That's what he thought. So, at least the star were wrong on that part. Little did he know. Body cover, or then a fish comes along and swallows up the hat. Or at least the gem. school. The fishermen come along, it's Erev Shabbos, and they bring out the fish. Right? They bring it up. Ayesua, of the money Shabbos, and they bring it on. Mama Shabbos is coming in in an hour or so. It's getting close to Erev Shabbos. Omri, they say, Manzovin, who's going to buy the fish now? This whopping is a massive fish. Who's going to buy it now? Manzovin, Kiashto, who's going to buy it at this time, like now? Omri, Luhu so the the uh jewish people around them, they say to them "Ooh, yes zilu i'm to you take it to that person called yes he will buy anything which looks good for shabbos he doesn't doesn't spare a penny for it i'm to you so they brought it to him and he bought it they were right he bought it Kore, he tore it open and Ashkach be Margarita. hey Presto, what's there he found this gem inside the fish. Now, Dr. Files, there you go. You know why Rashi says it now, yeah? Because he says he, he sold it, after Shabbos, for 13, literally 13 attics full worth of golden dinorum, which I think by anyone's standards is... Rashi may have a point there. It seems like, I'm sure he definitely has a point, but it seems like a bit of an exaggeration. So in which case, 13 may be more symbolic and we'll, um, we spoke about that a little bit, right, the, the, the symbolism in, the, in the, the number 13. Yeah? Uh, there, were, there were experts in the village to value the gem, originally uh, uh, after shopping. I mean, as it happens, says, Elisa doesn't mean Attic. Tosos says it's a certain caden called Elisa. He's got this problem, right? So, Pogabeahu Sabo. So this Shabbos met Yosef Mokesh Shabbos and he saw what had happened his whole life had turned around by this. Oh he said, "Mandi Yosef Shabbosah Pori Shabbosah. Somebody who lends to Shabbos, Shabbos will pay it back. And as the, I think it's the ben Yehuda says, in other words, for all the COVID Shabbos, all the money you spent on COVID Shabbos until now, no, that's not a kite. Everyone has to do that. That's part of the... Oh, but this was going beyond the call of duty. To buy the fish on Arab Shabbos, he wasn't going to be able to use it for Shabbos anyway. That's the absolute truth. That's the way he learns it. But the reason why he did it was very possibly because he thought, if I don't buy it, then maybe in the future the fisherman will think, yeah, by, by the time it comes, we shouldn't overexert ourselves when it gets closer to Shabbos, and then there'll be a shortage of food for Shabbos. And this we find there are certain geziras that Chazal talk about. If people are charging over the top, then you can actually, right? And the Bura talks about it. We can actually put into place gazeras, even though there's a have fish on Shabbos, right? But if the fishmongers are taking taking uh, advantage of the fact that they know the domestic to have Shabbos, they hike up the prices, then the basin should put into a place and tell people no, don't buy the fish on Arab Shabbos until they bring down the prices. Right? He bought this because he wanted it, ensure this was already going beyond the Court of duty. He, so for that, ah, oh, Mandi um, Azif Shabbos, Pari Shabbos. If you just take a look at Rashi, there's a few Rashis. Mokhe Shabi. So it says that he was. Yosef Mokeshabas, Shabbos Mechabit Shabbos We got the Mokeshabi. Shabbit He was known to be Mechabit Shabbos Omili Kaldoi So the L'hain so Okri The stargazer said to this guy Kaldoi is People who gaze into the stars Okiluhu They said You should know That your property in the end Yosef Mokeh Shabbos Okiluhu Will eat them So from the other Means in the end They'll end up in his hand But There you go He says he'll eat them He doesn't say he'll steal them he went and put it in the hat, etc. He ended up with fish, a fish, fish eats it. right? And the ben yod also says that that uh, dog dog is Kamatria seven. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week, right? So you see all these miracles awesome to it. Oisvah b'saynei he put it into his hat. Also he made a hat made of felt. and he set it in with golden settings. bo and he fixed in the center of that this special gem. Zue Moem. Sorry, there were other gems there, and he fixed this one amongst them as well. is a, is a hat. Rabbi Noaremi Goras Besodine in his sheet. Besudoro, which means that it's more like a scarf. Varishin Hogondi. But he says, I prefer the first, the hat. As we said, because the hat is the head, maybe. Vuloshen, Vuloshen Rabbi Yitzchok rabbi Yoda. That's where it comes from. Teresa Idisei Dinrei. Interesting, he's got the Geresa Teresa. We have the Geresa Teresa, no? We've got the Geresa Teresa. Yeah? Teresa means 12. We've got the ghost of thirteen. But anyway, Aliyas Merey's Dinresov. Attics full of Dinarizov. The Guzma But It's just an exaggeration. Kloima meaning to say Hoyin Osamu, there are a huge amount he spent on it. Kafirish Rabin that's what Rabin Arevi explains. The Khimbuchomakan could go in Teleesa Gamis Feka Trey Fos of the and Khuran talks about bringing along thirteen camel loads of sophic trafers. Well, I mean that's an awful lot. It's an exaggeration. So to the 13 tabochim. there you go, Dr. Friday, that's when we had on Friday, yeah? It's, it's an exaggeration, it just means a lot. But as I said, if you look at the Maharajah, you'll see he explains what the symbolism is in the, in the number 13. It's a beautiful piece of Eloisei, which we will do. So what's Rashi adding here? Yeah. He's saying it doesn't mean literally. It doesn't mean literally 13 or 12 attics full. It just means a lot of money he, he got for this, uh, for this gem. Thank <laughs>